Welcome back to the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast. This is Stephanie, your host, and this is episode 106. It's going to be a quick one, y'all, I think. So today we're going to talk about personal finance in high school and why I feel like it's a complete joke. And I'm a little bit hot today, so if you can't tell, um, I don't even have an outline, you guys, for this episode. So this is truly going to be um, as if we were like sitting on the couch and I was just like going off about something inventing. So here's my here's my issue, um, and I want to start this conversation because I'm really curious if you guys agree. This started over on TikTok. If you don't follow me on TikTok, I am at Steph Sims LTM, the LTM standing for Legacy Through Motherhood. And who knew, right? I have never been a TikTok person, but like two months ago, I kind of made my way over there just to dabble in it, and it kind of took off. And so I'm actually really loving the short form content and just the coaching and stuff on there. So go check that out. But a conversation that keeps coming up is this personal finance being taught to 17-year-olds or not being taught to 17-year-olds. Now, I have five kids, okay? I am a financial coach. So am I teaching my kids financial lessons? Absolutely, I'm being intentional about that. However, a couple of things. Number one, it has been shown through studies that only five out of 50 states are producing financially literate high school graduates. Five out of 50. So A, that's a problem, right? Number one. Let's break that down into like some subcategories here. Why is only five out of 50 states producing financially literate graduates? Well, number one, because financial literacy is not being taught in schools. And so part of me feels like, and we were having, again, this conversation over on TikTok, somebody had brought this up. It's because it kind of perpetuates the um, socioeconomic level of people. Because if people in the world, the government, the whoever, are basically relying on parents to teach financial literacy. Well, if we don't know what the heck we're doing (laughs) when it comes to finances as a mom or as a parent, then we're not really teaching our kids. And if the schools aren't teaching our kids and we're not teaching our kids, not because we don't want to, but just because we genuinely, genuinely are like confused and trying to figure it out ourselves. So it's really hard for us to be intentional to teach our kids when we're like, I don't really freaking know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm gonna let the school system do that. But you guys, school system ain't doing it either. So what is the solution here? Maybe teaching like better personal finance or financial literacy to high school? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I genuinely believe that even if all 50 freaking states were producing quote unquote financially literate graduates, I mean, that's not nothing. But it also is kind of dumb. Because, and hear me out, 17-year-olds don't freaking care. They've not had a mortgage. They've not had a car. I mean, maybe. They've not had a family, maybe, right? Obviously, there's like nuances to this conversation. Um, But a typical like 15, 14, 16, 17-year-old haven't had the life experience to make you stop and say, okay, wait, I need to learn about this because it affects my life. You're learning about it because you have to, and the public school system makes us regurgitate what we've learned, pass a test, and then we forget it. And it's also human. We can only hold so much into on our like front burners of our brain. And typically what we're holding in the front burner of our brain is things that immediately impact us. What do I need to know right now to survive? And that is very human. But let me tell you something. When you're 17, we ain't holding like all of this financial literacy in the front of our brain because it really doesn't matter at that point. It is not until we are, you know, mid-20s and all of a sudden we've got a couple kids and we're married. We got this mortgage and this car and we're, you know, credit cards and interest and all these things. All of a sudden we all look up and we're like, well, what the heck? 
Now this matters and I have nowhere to learn it from. I'm not going to go back to school. And let me tell you, I mean, I did my whole undergraduate and some of my master's in special education. I never learned personal finance or anything financial literacy. So unless you go into like a, you know, college course that is, I don't know, freaking accounting, you're still not going to learn about it. So we're 25. We've got nowhere to turn. It's taboo to talk about money. Typically, our parents in that generation were just figuring out. They're not intentionally teaching us. And the majority of the freaking population are upside down and don't have a savings and all the things, right? So it's like, who the heck am I going to turn to? I don't really know what I'm doing. And I don't know if anyone else knows what we're doing. We're all just like leading each other, the blind leading the blind. So what are my thoughts about that? I think that it is really important for us to teach what we know to our children, be it little, be it a lot, be it in in school, public school, homeschool, in the home. I don't freaking care. Anything that you can tell them is great because once they hear it more than once, it's going to start to stick. Again, as a financial coach, I have five kids. I'm going to be telling my kids all kinds of things. And I tell them all kinds of things. And you know what? It goes in one ear and right out the other. I know that because you know what they wanted to go do? They want to go play some Fortnite. You're going to have to put me on like half speed to keep up with my <laughs> how fast I'm talking right now. They want to go play Fortnite. They want to go to their baseball game. They want to go play with friends. They don't care about like depreciation. <laughs> they don't care about like the Burr method with, uh, you know, pa- with real estate or passive income. They don't care about that, but they've heard it. But here's what I will tell you I 100% know is going to happen. All of a sudden, they're going to turn 25 years old and they're going to be buying a house or getting a car or ha- be married or be like stuck with their budget or be in debt or whatever. And they're going to turn around and be like, wait a second, mom, what what were you talking about when you were talking about passive income or like what were you talking about with like depreciation and this and like how do I right? Why is that all of a sudden going to matter at 25 when they have a wife or husband and kids in a mortgage? Because now it matters at 25 or whatever. It freaking matters because it's impacting my life. And so now all that stuff that they've kind of heard has been pushed to the back burner. And now all of a sudden it's in the front burner and we don't know where to look. We don't know where to look. So I don't care if you have the best personal finance curriculum in high school. It's not the time to teach it. It's not the time to teach. I mean, whatever. Go ahead and teach it. It can't hurt. It's a good foundation, I guess. You at least heard of something. But we need this again in our mid-20s, do we not, right? So I have been working, if you've been following me at all for any amount of time, um, I have been working on something that I'm calling Money School. And it's basically a course. I'm not selling it here. It's not even freaking done. So don't, (laughs) I'm not selling it. This is not an ad. But I'm just saying, this is literally what is like coming on the horizon. So it's going to be called Money School. And there's going to be multiple different classes in it. And it's going to be like strategy and mindset work. It's going to be this like both and. Because that's the other thing. We get taught like logistical boots on the ground. Like how do I make a budget? How do I stretch my dollar? How do I save more? How do I, you know, whatever. What steps do I need to take to be in a better financial situation? We don't talk about, we don't talk about the what you think about money, why you think about money, why you think money works the way that you think it works. You know, all of these different things. We don't get to like the root cause and the hard drive that we are programmed to think about money with. So it's going to be both of those things. And this is for the people who woke up at 25 like, crap, (laughs) I need somebody to teach me this and I don't really know who to turn to. 
for a couple of reasons. Number one, you legitimately don't have like a mentor or someone in your life that has it together financially that you would feel comfortable looking to as like a mentor with when it comes to finances. Number two, uh, maybe you're in a situation that you're kind of embarrassed about. It's been said that people are uh, would rather talk about sex problems and drug problems than they would money problems. So maybe you're like, okay, um, there are people in my life that are good with money, but like, I'm not going to bring my situation to them because I'm like kind of embarrassed about where we're at. So you can kind of just do this on the low and, and, and work through it. And so that is the goal. And I feel like I have been coaching now with money for, gosh, I don't know, two or three years. And I have just been feeling this pool to like put out more and more content to help you guys more and more when it comes to money and finances. I think that that is really where my strengths in teaching and experience really like coincide. And I have purposefully, and I chose back in 2020 to homeschool my children. Um, and I had, I had young children and I just said, you know what? And I was talking to Justin, my husband, and I said, I am not going to run in my business in this season. I am choosing to walk. And so I've done stuff here and there. I've kept the podcast kind of going every once in a while. I've been doing some stuff on TikTok, whatever. I've been doing all the things. I've been showing up some, uh, but I've been walking. However, come the fall, um, little my littlest one will be in preschool and my two littlest ones will be in preschool some days a week. So I feel like I'm starting this like on-ramp of starting to kind of rev things up for when all of my kids are in school full-time so that I am like really ready to hit the ground running and teach you guys as much as I possibly can. So stay tuned for all of that. Um, And I'm actually going to wrap this episode up. It's kind of quick. So I'm going to leave you today with my three favorite finance books. Maybe not my three favorite, but the first three books that absolutely changed my life when it comes to just money in general. The first one is The Millionaire Next Door. This book really just grounded being a millionaire to me. It was never even in like my line of sight anywhere at all back, you know, when. And this book, when I was reading it, it really just talks about like statistics of millionaires, such as X amount of the majority of millionaires never even hit six figures in their entire working career. That was like a ceiling blew off for me because I felt like, oh, we have to make, you know, you got to be a doctor or a lawyer to make a ton of money just in order to become a millionaire. That's not true. Um, Also, like just different things. I don't even freaking know. Just a bunch of stats on like, hey, this is actually how people became millionaires. Oh, something else I thought that like if you became a millionaire, it's because you inherited a lot. The major, the vast majority of millionaires are first generation millionaires, meaning they did not inherit a single cent. Okay, so it just all of a sudden started making me think like, okay, wait, I can do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'll figure this out. Um, So that was a great book to just start the wheels turning of something, some something else being possible within our finances. The second book that I read that totally blew my mind was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And this is really a book about passive income and how to make your money work for you. This blew my mind because this is not taught in public school. This is absolutely not taught in public school. We are taught in public school to go to school, go to college, get a job, work, put some money into your 401k, retire, die. That is what we're taught. Um, That's fine. That ain't going to get you to be wealthy, but that's one way to do it. The other way to do it is through passive income. And so this book really, really blew the doors off of what that was. And it really explained it to me in like layman's terms. And I mean, I remember listening to this book on audio tape and I was just like, had to stop every three minutes because I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) 
hold on a second. And it just was like, wow, there's this whole world out here that I had known nothing about. Um, And so that really helped me a lot. And then once we were kind of well on our way with this financial journey, the book uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker is amazing. And this is really about like your money mindset and the core of how you believe money to work in the world. And it's not a book of uh, case studies, but he is a speaker. And oftentimes he will, in that book, he talks to people and kind of gets to the root cause of why you think the way you think about money. And it's specific. And, you know, sometimes you listen to an example, you're like, oh, that totally makes sense why she's acting like that. But it doesn't relate to you. Other times you're like, oh, wow, that's literally me. Yeah, I totally relate to that. So it just helps put like practical examples of things that can happen in your life as a child or as a teenager or or as an adult where it really shapes your view around money. And there's a lot of like worthiness in there. I'm not even going to go into it. It's an amazing book. It's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. If you can commit to reading those three books, I guarantee your financial life would just change just because of those three things or those three books. So I highly encourage you to go read those, number one. Number two... If you like the content on this episode or on this podcast just in general, if you guys can scroll down just a little bit, there are five stars there. If you guys could give me a rating, that's great. You can give a rating without reviews on podcasts. Ratings are amazing. Reviews are even more amazing. But it really just helps this podcast reach and grow to more people. And then lastly, if you have not followed me over on TikTok, I am there at Steph Sims LTM. And so I have not been as consistent with the podcast episodes because it takes a quiet house. And like I've said, I got five kids. My husband just took all four boys to go see Mario tonight. And my littlest one is sleeping upstairs. So I'm taking advantage of the time now. But if you want more like short form, really quick financial coaching, teaching, you can ask me specific questions on there. I try to answer all of the questions with a video response. Um, You can ask ask me something like really specific or in general, doesn't really matter. But if you want to just hear more free coaching, head over there and follow me there. Um, Other than that, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I look forward to walking with you to help you find your grit while covering you in grace. Mm -hmm.